You're listening to the Happy Hour with Nick Sainert. A gorilla bear versus polar bear. A what bear versus a what bear? And Enrique Alvarez Claret. A gorilla bear versus a polar bear. Polar bear. One more time. Gorilla. Gorilla versus a polar bear. Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. So Rico and I were trying to uh, figure out how On3.com is calculating their team transfer portal rankings because Nebraska currently ranks second in the country, and I think I figured it out. I think I've cracked the code. If Did you? Because I still I looked. I've so, looked at it for a while. So and I each still can't. each team is listed, and each player is listed as a performance rating. That's how they're ranked, right? It's not necessarily stars. It's not necessarily recruiting rankings. It's performance score to measure a team's production during the transfer process. Your performance score is a sham. And so for Nebraska, they come in at second in the country. And I think overall, it's how much have you, and I I actually know this for a fact, looking at the numbers. um, It's a matter of how much you've improved through the transfer portal, which is why a team like Kansas, right, is a little bit lower. A team maybe like in Alabama is a little bit lower because you've lost a couple high-profile players that produced for you last season, mm-hmm. but now you've brought in more guys that are similar in production, if that makes sense, for their past team. So, for example, Nebraska, right? Mm-hmm. Nebraska loses Coron McPherson and Ole Koyanets, who did not play in the regular season. Mm-hmm. You lose Denim Dawson, who barely played in the regular season. He he, It looked like he was going to carve out a pretty significant role. And then Jamarcus Lawrence kind of took over the reins, right, of that backup. And Nebraska now brings in Rink Mast, who was very active at Bradley. You bring in Bryce Williams, who was extremely active at Charlotte. And then Aaron Ulis, who started 27 of 32 games at Iowa as well. And so I think that's where Nebraska... And, and according to this on3.com performance score mm-hmm. has improved their program by 19. This proprietary algorithm determines if a school has improved its overall team talent, stayed the same, or declined in talent during the transfer yep. window. And that's so it's it's basically So it's just transfers. It doesn't take into account nope. people that left to, to, to for draft. the draft or graduated. Nope. It's just transfers. Nope. But and I still don't get it. See now that now that we're kind of walking through it, I'm starting to understand it. I'm not it's, because as, if you look at as, the as if you look at the says, rankings on. for the players, you know, uh, West Virginia has like two of the top 25 players coming in, and they're ranked fourth. Like they they lost, Rico. but look at this. They lost three three stars. Correct. Uh-huh. They lost three three stars from their team last year. They got a three star, and they brought in three four stars. And these are according to their the on three rankings. So they bring in three four stars, yep. which that completely uh, you know overrides the three three stars they lost. And they bring in another three star. I would feel like they would have to be higher than fourth. Nebraska loses two three stars, bring in four three stars. Like that's cool. You got two more three stars than you had before. But the team directly below you in NC State counteracts that by bringing in three three stars after losing them and bringing in a four star. I don't think yeah they got more stars. It's not based on stars though, Rico. It's not. It's it's based on performance, and it says, and as Byron says it right now, it's on improvement from transfers in and out 
description is on the site, he says. And that's what we're that's what we're going off of. I mean, you look at the I mean, even if you were going with that, the average, you know, performance rating, yep. right? At Nebraska's average performance rating is sitting at 81.75. Yes. NC State's 83.6. Missouri's 89. Like they're far and far and away one of the better ones. Arkansas and Tennessee are at five and six, 92.2 and 93. Mm-hmm. If you're going off of the P score or the P rating, I, what shouldn't they be higher? Like I just don't understand. So it. so here we'll use your West Virginia example. Okay. So notice you're looking at the same screen I am. I am. Nebraska's transfers out. Yep. 62.00. Yep. Right? Nebraska's transfers in 81.75. Yes. The differential is 19. Mm-hmm. Right? Rounded up. It's I, 19. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so when you then look at West Virginia, their transfers out 69.67. Mm-hmm. Transfers in 85.50. It's about a two- Two-point differential between them and yeah, West Virginia. There's a 17. And that is why Nebraska is ranked two spots higher, is because the differential between transfers out and transfers in, and that's what I was saying, is when you you lose or move on from Ole Koyanets, who barely played, mm-hmm. you move on from Coram McPherson, who was a redshirt this year, did not play outside of the scrimmage that you had at the, prior, at the beginning of the year, unfortunately hurt his knee as well. And then you lose a guy in Denim Dawson who continued to see his minutes dwindle. It was it was barely playing any minutes prior to the injuries, mm-hmm. and then started to see minutes, and then they began to dwindle quickly thereafter. It factors in for a lower P score, P rating, if you will, performance yeah. rating. And then when you bring in guys that were heavily involved in a team and like like Rink Mass, like Bryce Williams, like Aaron Ulis, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm blanking on the fourth one that they brought in. Um, hold on. We're going to, I need to find this. Josiah Alec, the new one. Yep. When you factor those guys in and how active they were in their prior, in their previous program, that's why you get a little bit more. It might be a better caliber of player, but it's talking about sheer improvement from the guys you lost to the guys you brought in. And I, I guess I kind of understand it, but now I'm looking at Kansas who is all the way down Mm -hmm. near the bottom. Yeah. Um, nine transfers in out, you know, it's just saying nine transfers, right? They get Hunter Dickinson today. Yeah. He's a five star in the on three uh, industry rating in terms of how he he played. He was a four star coming out of high school. He's a five star now. Um, and they, they get him. They get Arterio Morris, who came from Texas. I don't think he played much, but he, he comes from Texas. Uh, Nick Timberlake, who's transferring in from Towson. And those are the guys who they have transferring in. The guys that they lost. It's not that impressive of a li- in terms of where they're going, no. I guess. They have a guy going to Boise State, East Carolina, NC State's the best one, Washington State, and UC Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. I just, I understand how their score works. Are you saying works. it's a fraudulent system? I understand how their score works and how, they're, how they work it, and, yeah. you know, with your average and yeah, putting that out, and that's the score. I would put Hunt or I would put Kansas near the top in terms well, of transfer rankings, especially now that they got they received the, the commitment of Hunter Dickinson. Exactly. I will say, like that is why, though, I think that you see a team like Nebraska, a team like uh, Penn State, even a team like South Carolina, who was historically bad this year, uh, a team like Georgia Tech, a team like Cincinnati. Um, you see California, for that matter. I mean, California. Here's what's crazy: California lost seven guys to the transfer portal. And only brought in three, and still have improved by about five points. Like, the, and this is also what's what's ridiculous to me. 
UCF hasn't brought anyone in. They lost mm-hmm. three people, and they're thirty second. That's insane. You can't. You're not in the transfer rankings. You haven't done anything. That's wild. That's wild. Um, UCLA brought in one person, hasn't lost anybody. Yeah, they're twenty second. No, they're better. They haven't lost anyone. Ridiculous. Rico, Rico's calling on three a fraudulent system. I'm not calling it fraudulent. I'm calling it ridiculous. Okay. All right. Um, that'll do it. Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, Austin and Stricky will join Rico for the crossover uh, to talk about all things sports. Update on the Royals real quickly, as uh, if you are listening to us on the stream once again, throughout the rest of the Royals game and every day that we have the Royals on our station, uh, you can find us on the Facebook, YouTube stream, Twitter, uh, YouTube. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter stream, sponsored by Sarder Heyman Jewelers, Allo Channel 951, and uh, the mobile app, 93.7 The Ticket, free to download, as well as the theticketfm.com. Update, uh, just for fun, the Cubs have rallied to tie the Washington Nationals 3-3 three to three in the 8th. Oh, look at that. Um, the Royals are down 5-1 to one in the bottom of the 2nd. It's only a matter of time. So uh, if you are listening to... The Royals, thanks. Um, if you're doing a little bit of double duty, listening to us, watching us, and uh, listening to the Royals, just keep on doing your thing as we uh, take you through the rest of your Thursday. You're listening to the Happy Hour, 93.7 The Ticket.